The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I can be heard here every Friday. And we talk about our code, which sometimes I forget to talk about. But our code is so important. It's choice, organization, direction, and education. And we help hundreds of advisors, accountants, attorneys, financial planners, insurance professionals with devising insurance. And we help you. Uh, always a complimentary uh, consultation. We don't charge for consultations. Let us review your insurance. Let us review your plans. We are specialists in life insurance, long-term care, disability, annuities. Uh, These are our areas of specialty. And many times uh, we have attorneys that reach out to us uh, for fiduciary reasons. And we're going to talk about that with our guest who's returning again I love her so much, Cheryl Arata Katz. Cheryl Katz Arata, I apologize from for Shelly Deegan, Tirana, and LLP. Say hello, Cheryl. Neil, thank you so much for having me. Uh, the feeling is mutual. I absolutely love working with you. Um, so my name is Cheryl Katz Arato. I am a trust and estates partner at the Uniondale based law firm for Shelly Deegan Tirana. Uh, We are one of Long Island's largest and most distinguished full-service law firms. We have about 70 attorneys, and we collaborate across nearly 20 practice areas of law. Uh, But again, my focus is trust and estates with a strong focus on trust and estate litigation. Neil, thanks for having me. Thank you. So, uh, like I was saying, a, a lot of attorneys will come to me and they'll say, well, I want to put this life insurance in a trust or they'll get life insurance policies. They'll do the fact, what we call a fact find or discovery, whatever the great, you know, attorneys <laughs> due call diligence. Due, due diligence. We call it discovery. When, when we sit down and we go through your assets and we talk about some of the personal things, which if you heard our previous show, I said it's so important to list out your personal things. I've no seen so many wills and I've been with people who said, Oh, we just did our will and blah, blah, blah. Oh, Oh, and, oh, I see you have this wonderful coin collection. Oh, that goes to my son. Oh, is that in your will? No. Hmm. Well, why is that not in your will? Exactly. Well, we, we know he know well, no. He knows, but does his sister know? That's the question. Right. That, <laughs> that's a big problem. But one of the things that we do, and, and, and the attorneys that really do the, the digging and the due diligence, you have insurance policies that you may have had. 
uh, that you bought with good purpose and everything else, and they may not have the right titling, right? Correct. What does that mean? So it depends who owns the insurance policy. I mean, typically we'll put, if it's a high net worth client, we'll put the policy in a trust. And you want to ensure that once the trust is created, the policies that you're depositing into that trust actually are indeed titled in the life insurance trust. Irrevocable life insurances. And one of the things that the irrevocable life insurance trust does, and you may not have an estate tax problem now, uh, but when they change the estate tax taxes, which are due Soon. to sunset, yep. um, you may then have an estate tax problem as, as the values drop that they're willing to tax. And with all the craziness going on with government, with the budget and the this and that, certainly, you know, there's two ways of balancing the budget. It's bringing in more money hmm. or spend less, right? Just like your own personal. It's either bring in more or spend less. How do they bring in more? It's taxes. It's estate taxes. It's income taxes. It's uh Traffic lights on Long Island. I mean, it's how they bring in money. Even the speed cameras now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. So, so one of the due diligence things you want to do is, is if you establish an irrevocable life insurance trust, the policy has to be owned correctly inside that trust. Correct. And when it's owned inside that trust, it's out of your state completely. So it's not a countable asset anymore. Isn't that marvelous? Not only does it come uh, tax-free federally, because life insurance comes federally, but now it's a state tax-free, so that's like free money for your heirs. I mean, that's that's that is the most protected, craziest, unbelievable legacy you can leave. The easiest thing to leave behind is cash. Absolutely. And the biggest cash you can leave behind, the most leveraged cash, is life insurance. Inside an irrevocable life insurance trust, is nothing more powerful to leave behind. It's out of your state completely. It goes, by the way, you want that money to go. One more thing about the Irrevocable Life Insurance Trust. It is the great equalizer. What do I mean by that? You have three children, and you've built this big business, and your business has a value. You know, one kid's going to want the business, or even if you, even if it's not a big business, even if you just have a house, okay, and the house is paid for. One kid wants to live in the house. One kid wants to sell the house, and the other kid's doing all right. They want to rent the house. And when's the worst time to sell it? When you have to. Yeah. It could be in a bad market. You need to sell it quick so that the kid that doesn't have money gets their money. So you may not get the price you want. Um, so selling the house is not always a good thing. But the easiest way to divide a house in three is to have a life insurance policy, which has a check and say, here, split it up three ways. Boom, 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 boom. It's done. Okay. Now... With the house, okay, one kid, you know, wants the house. Okay, that kid has the house. The other two values of the house, you know, can be in life insurance and cash over here so that there doesn't have to be any wrangling and dividing and subtracting. This is why we plan. Absolutely. That's why you have to look at everything from a holistic approach. And, and Neil, I mean, the life insurance example is a great example for, for the two of us because what we've done for, you know, many of our clients is we sit down you look at the life insurance plan, you determine if it's appropriate, and I'm looking at it from a tax and estate planning perspective. Um, you know, the way my firm works is anytime we get a new client, we send a very comprehensive questionnaire so we can determine exactly what my potential client has. And 
you know, there's no charge for a determination as to right. what they have. And the same thing with you, you know, you look at how many times have I sent you over one of my client's policies, you look and you go, Cheryl, we got to do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, Neil, I agree with you. And I think we got to do A, B, and C over right. here. And that's why a holistic approach and having a team that works well together is vital for proper estate planning. Right. And when you look at a life insurance policy, and you may have been paying for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and you may think everything's fine, but most people buy life insurance, they put it in a drawer, and they forget it, and they don't look at it every year. And what's happened in the last six months, what's happened in the last year, interest rates change, okay? They always change. They go up, they go down, but historically, the last 15 years, we were in the lowest interest rate environment ever now, all of a sudden, we got this big interest rate environment, but our insurance policies, we were depending on a certain interest rate for them to, to work or a certain dividend scale, and they haven't performed. This policy may collapse. Big problem. Huge problem. How, if, what should I tell my clients? You know, how often should they be looking at these policies? Annually. Annually, okay. And the problem is, the, the other problem is this. Typically, when people buy life insurance, it's it's to, there's an insurance salesman who maybe sold them a policy. Mm -hmm. They think they're done. They don't want to talk to that guy. And that guy maybe is not, or gal, is not following up with them either because, oh, I sold them the policy and that's that. Or, you know, with me and my firm, we like to work with the entire family. Listen, we like to work with the children. We like the brothers, the sisters, the cousins, the uncles, the mothers, the fathers. They're all important. Everything is interrelated, and if you just are myopic and buy a policy, or you buy it online, okay, I bought this policy, okay, great. Okay, but what about this? What about that? What about your health? What about, you know, your mother? Are you going to have to take care of your mother or your father in the next couple of years and to where you're going to have to quit work to take care of mom? Yep. I mean, or work part-time or change your life, and then how does that affect your retirement? Exactly. How does that affect your children, and that next generation. So it all plays in together. So when we do planning, Cheryl and myself, that's what we take into consideration. We talk about you and what your needs are, whether it be, you know, your insurance policy or your long-term care planning or your children's planning. It all comes into play because everybody relates to every generation. You're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. Again, I can be reached at 631 647 4694 or the mainstreetcode.com and my guest Cheryl from uh for Chelly Deacon Tirana and I could be reached at 516-812-6301 and thank you and we're going to be right back after commercial Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I can always be reached at 631-647-4694. And I'm here with Cheryl Katsarada, and she's with Forcelli, uh, Forcelli Deegan, Toronto, LLP. I can't say that quickly. I'm sorry. You I can call it FDT if you'd like, Neil. All right. Well, that's why I, I do MSPG. Exactly. I get it. <laughs> And that's why I use the code, so I can remember choice, organization, direction, education. And what does that mean, choice, organization, direction? You know, I don't talk enough about this, but we're an independent, 
wholesaler and we help people out for insurance products. But the choice is we're not working for a company like a, a Mass Mutual in New York Life and Northwestern. I am not myopic in pushing product. I, I'm a solution provider. That's what I am. So that's what that word choice means. Organization is about everything we do. Organizing your assets, organizing your life. I think it's so important to to lay out what the roadmap and to organize not just your assets and everything else, organize the accountants, the attorneys. Make sure your plan works for you. It's so important. And that D word, that direction. We're not just going to organize you. We're going to direct and point you in the right direction. <laughs> it's one thing to be organized, but now what? Now let us direct you. And along the way, we're going to educate you along the whole process so that you're involved in your own process. That's the key, is you need to know what you have, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how you can move that on to the next generation. So I just wanted to go into, sometimes I don't talk about the code much. You don't. I'm glad you told me more about it. And I agree with you, you know, making educated decisions, staying organized, and having a clear direction is important in so many aspects of our clients' lives, but especially with respect to their future and their family and what they want their family to inherit when they pass away. So I, I may start using code also. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the only way I can remember to see what you guys do. But I think it's important, and, and I know it's important. And the problem is we lead busy lives. Um, and I know when I was building my business and – you know, I'm focused. I'm dead focused on my business, and I got my kids. They got their things, and they had their sports, and they got that. I'm focused on that, and you know, oh yeah, I'll buy this. I'll buy some. Oh, I bought some real estate. Okay, that's over here. I'm a, but nobody ever really sat me down and how does this all work together? Exactly. So that's key. Anyhow, Cheryl is a trust and probate attorney. Um, she does not only just the planning end. But she's on the other end when the plan screwed up and you need somebody to go in the court and say, hey, uh, I want what's mine. Exactly. <laughs> not yep. to be, not to sound greedy. It's, it's not about greed, Neil. You know, trust and estate litigation, I'm sure I've represented clients and will represent clients that are you know, solely after money and greed. But in some cases, it's not what it is at all. Uh, for example, there could be an executor under a will and the executor is mismanaging the money or stealing the money. And I could represent one of the children or a beneficiary that says, well, wait a second. I didn't get what my mom wanted me to get. Why, Cheryl? And I'll bring an application into court and I'll analyze what the executor did. And we'll see if the executor did something wrong. So it's not about greed, but it is a lot of these cases are about principle. You know, they right. my clients want what they feel they deserve and whether that's geared on greed or what they know is right it's not me to judge right so on that let's talk about trust for a second some of the elements of a trust one of the elements is a trustee yes tell me about a trustee what is a trustee's job so a trustee is a fiduciary uh it depends on the type of trust you know if it's a revocable trust then the person who creates the trust can be their own trustee so we won't focus on that. Let's focus on the irrevocable trust where you're creating a trust, you're putting your assets into that trust, and now you're appointing a trustee, a fiduciary, to manage those assets during your life 
And then in your trust agreement, you will tell that trustee what you want those assets to do and where you want them to go and when you want them to go upon your death. So the yeah. trustee is like a manager. Right. And they, and they have a legal responsibility. Absolutely. As does the attorney. However, I'm going to tell you what I've witnessed with some clients of mine. Uh, they had some attorney charge them a bunch of money. They did wills. They did trusts. And I asked the client, who was about 80 at the time, um, you appointed your wife as trustee. And the wife was in the room. I go, why did you appoint her as trustee? Well, you know, she's my wife, isn't that? I go, let me ask you a question. You have, this gentleman had $3 million. I go, do you trust her with your $3 million? It's absolutely not. Right in front of her, and she doesn't either. She doesn't care about it. As long as she's provided for, she was happy and content. I don't know anything about money. I don't, so why is she a trustee? Because the attorney just did, okay, she's a trustee, and just did, but that's, some attorneys who don't specialize, and then you got to go to a specialist. You got to go to somebody who knows what they're doing in this world. You cannot go to just any old attorney. Okay, he took care of my traffic k- ticket. Now he's going to do my will and my estate planning. You know, so many attorneys held up a shingle and says, "Oh, I'm an elder planner. Oh, I'm this, some of that, just to get more revenues or whatever." So many of them, if they don't specialize in this area, can screw you up later tremendously. Yeah, like I do trust in estates and I have people contact me all the time. Oh, Cheryl, I got a ticket. Oh, Cheryl, this happened, that happened. I'm buying a house. I will not touch anything else. I mean, sure, my law firm does and other practitioners right, and in my firm You're going to direct them to the I person. And I will refer them to the person that, that specializes in that area of law. Absolutely. And this area of law is very specific. The laws change quite frequently. Um, you know, the estate laws I know change with the taxation changes, the... Uh, Medicaid laws have changed and lookbacks have changed and how you can protect assets and not protect assets. I mean, it's a whole other topic. But knowing who that trustee is and appointing someone who's going to have your best interest at heart. Now, that trustee also, if you're in capacity, even if you're not, can make financial decisions for you because you've appointed that person that you trust as that trustee to do the right thing. So even if you have an insurance policy and you miss a bill or something else, it's that trustee's job. They're signing for it uh, and responsibility to make sure that these policies work and are going to work. So we make sure that when we're reviewing, even insurance, I'm referring to insurance policies because that's what I know, Hmm. but it's so important why you, Speak to the right people when you're doing your trust. Now, the executive has a different role. The executor, it's actually a very similar role to a trustee. It's a, it's a fiduciary role, uh, but an executor is appointed through a last will and testament. A trustee is appointed through a trust instrument. And then you'll also hear the term administrator thrown around. Very, very similar role to a trustee and executor. But an administrator is appointed by the court when somebody passes away with no will, and with assets in their name that are not in a trust. But an administrator, an executor, and a a trustee are all fiduciaries. Um, And I just want to go back to a a point that you said earlier. The trustee could be managing your money if you become incapacitated. 
That's exactly right with regard to money that you put in a trust. So the trustee only manages the trust money. If you become incapacitated, you should have a power of attorney in place. And that way your agent can manage the assets you own in your name if you're incapacitated because the trustee can only do it what's in the trust. They can't do it with regard to assets in your name. So that's why, again, the holistic approach is really necessary. Does your trustee jive with who you appointed as an executor, with who you appointed as an agent under a power of attorney? You have to look at everything together. That's very important. And also in trust, if you have three children, you may want all three children to be co-trustees. It's very important. And I've seen situations where that solves a lot of issues because the one sibling doesn't trust the other. And now that we have the trust, they know fiduciary, they got to get together and create some issues too, though, Neil. (laughs) Always does. You've been listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. Again, I could be reached at 631-647-4694. You can check me out on Spotify or Apple or my website, themainstreetcode.com. I encourage your questions, comments, or if you'd like to come on board. And Cheryl has been my guest, Cheryl Katsarata from Vercelli Deegan, Toronto. And how can I get a hold of you? 516-812-6301. Have a great afternoon, everybody. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcast 